You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 70, three for the price of one. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that's like finding the complete run to a random comic book in your local bargain bin. My name is Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. Welcome to a new ep- another episode of the Savage Fincast. Uh, it's a new we- one. Mm, it is a new one. <laughs> Why'd you stop yourself there? Own it. Own that newness, baby. <laughs> Own what? The newness. The newness. <laughs> Welcome to the new hotness. It is new. All new, all different. Phase four (laughs) of the Savage Fincast. A bold new direction. I was just about to say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First issue in a bold new direction. So we don't got a lot of news uh, this episode. So Mm -hmm. I thought we could spend some quick time just catching up what we've been up to. Ooh. Craig, how's life treating you? Uh, pretty good. Let's see. Comic-wise and stuff like that, I've finally caught up on most of my Marvel movies besides The Infinity War. So you have not which seen Which I still have not seen yet, so don't spoil that. Yeah, movie. yeah. You know what? If you had seen it, we probably should have done a brief spoiler cast, but I guess we'll save yeah. that for a later date. But I finally saw the um, Ragnarok movie, which ah. I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was a fun romp. That is a fun movie. I didn't see it in theaters, unfortunately, but uh, when I did see it on blu-ray i thought it was pretty good i didn't get to see it and i will give you the opinion of someone who missed seven movies before infinity war yeah you got picky be glad that you saw ragnarok because out of everything i skipped i didn't feel like i was missing a thing except for the events of ragnarok i do wish i had known before i watched black panther nope skipped it and you felt you didn't need to didn't feel like i missed a thing okay Interesting. I was wondering about that because I, I saw Black Panther two weeks before I saw Infinity War because I figured this isn't going to be on home video before Infinity War comes out. And if anything's in it that's important, I should probably see it now. Nope. You're good. Honest to goodness, dollars to donuts. Thor Ragnarok was the only movie I wished that I had seen. And yeah. not be- not because I was like, oh man, I'm missing out on the info. Because they just straight up fucking... Yeah tell you that what happened in ragnarok so it's kind of like well <laughs> raven are you uh, i mean craig are you aware of at least that detail in infinity War? which which detail um i wouldn't remember, bring do, it up no you, i'm not aware of it. i've i've been keeping myself in the dark about okay. any details all right never mind i would, uh, I would but i will say anything. this i will say this about black panther that movie is shockingly standalone like they planned it that way i feel to make it yeah. unessential to infinity I, war I hate to say it, but I think you're right. I think they had no fucking idea how big that shit was going to be. Right. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Wait, Raven, did you, you said you didn't see Black Panther? I didn't see it. Do you mind having a minor spoiler? Oh, I don't care. Fucking there is no reference. Everything. Wait, you saw... Did you see Civil War, at least? 
Uh, I watched the airport fight. <laughs> oh, okay. So it doesn't, <laughs> even, it doesn't even matter. Then. That's all you needed. At the end of that yeah. movie, Bucky goes to live with the Wakandans, okay? I knew that, That yeah. is never brought up in that movie. <laughs> so Wait, what? The, what are you saying? In Black Panther, the whole bit about Bucky living in Wakanda yeah. is never brought up. Except in, one, in the new movie? In the Black Panther movie. Yeah, it is. In, like, one throwaway line. No, he in the end credits. What? In Black Panther? Yeah. Like Wait a minute. I could in, in the I second stayed. in the second uh credit. I guess He's I, actually in the movie. I guess I well, I guess I thought there was only a halfway credit. And they they reference him as something like, I don't know what they call him, like White Wolf or something, and that's Fuck. a real I guess I got to rewatch that movie sooner than later. <laughs> Hopefully no one listening to this is just been spoiled but i guess i need to learn that there's usually two now. yeah you know yeah what, no Craig? it's definitely in there you know what fuck them <laughs> you know all right we can, we're here for savage dragon talk if you if you're scared of civil war spoilers too bad yeah i uh, guess you should have seen you know uh maybe black panther by now it's been out long enough yeah and also too you didn't spoil anything really yeah. important no. like no nah, no so, <laughs> to be honest, we like just I, know like that Jim like, like stay like longer at the theater. Yeah, like I said, there isn't any really, anything in that movie really that spoils anything outside of that movie. Right, it's actually pretty tightly written. I am actually uh, out of all the Marvel movies that I missed. Uh, the thing that I found was interesting is that I don't feel any compulsion to go see like Doctor Strange now or Spider-Man. That movie's way better than you think it is. Doctor um, Strange, Strange is one of the best. I just don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, I guess. I think it was a decent movie, but I feel like Doctor Strange was m- way more interesting in Ragnarok than he was in his own movie. You mean, oh wait, you never saw Infinite War. Really, in Ragnarok, no. in that five minute scene? With his interaction with Thor and stuff? Yeah. I thought that was great. Well, if you like but, that, then you're going to like Infinity War. That's cool. <laughs> because I felt like in his movie again, I'm just so sick of the whole like uh, I don't know the origins, and he's so closely like he's so similar to Tony Stark in a way, like yeah, the he, rich kind of. He is kind of. I agree with that. Yeah, this rich kind of arrogant guy I, that gets humbled. I rewatched it like two days ago, and that movie, like I said, I, to me, it's way better than it has any right to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did like how it was kind honest, of standalone, to, too. To be honest, I like all of them. I love Spider-Man Homecoming, and I... Uh, the only one I really hate is Iron Man 2, which is the worst of them all. Well, I, I guess... Uh, I didn't I, like 3. Iron Man 3 was not for me. I rewatched uh, that as well. That was better than I remembered. Yeah. It was uh, okay. 2 was That's... way bad, though. It's wastes all of its talent. And its stories... I mean, I'm sorry, like, jamming a fucking kid in there? Like, so lame. No one wants to see Tony Stark sitting around in a garage talking to a kid. Like, waste of screen yeah, time. Yeah, but that, that doesn't actually take as much time as you think it is. I just, I like that movie because he doesn't fight more robots. Actually fighting mm-hmm. regular superpower, different superpowered people is way more interesting. Yeah, but what's his name was horrible, that was a horrible villain. Uh, Not the man. The guy man. from Memento. Oh, you know what? Here's why I'm okay with that. Um, that was an adaptation of a Warren Ellis story arc that was really cool. Yeah, but what's his the guy that from Memento? What's his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? He played the yeah, bad guy. I know like, him. He made him so like it felt like um, 
like an old like Batman movie. Like uh, <laughs> they made him so over the top, like nerdy kind of. Like it was, it took me out of it. It was like his acting was way over the top. I I make this joke about Iron Man three a lot. It's actually a Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that the the whole like Christmas time thing. Yeah, and how Tony Stark runs around with a handgun all the time. It's I, amazing how little armor action you get in that movie. Yeah, I and I think that's intentional, but at the same time, it is kind of really weird. Really, For an stra- I, really it, strange. I'd be uh, like going to Fast and Furious, and they're just walking everywhere. Oh, it was Guy Guy Pierce. That's what bothered me about it because he's a brilliant actor, but I felt like he was kind of like dumbing it down because he felt like it was a comic book movie and making it into like kind of how Jamie Foxx did Electro, like just the way over the top nerdy. I did not see Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, don't. Garbage. Yeah, I knew that before it came out. (laughs) But it's the same thing with like the Tim Burton movies and all that. Like they're just too over the top. I don't know. I mean, it works with Tim Burton because it's styled like that. But anyway, I'm just rambling on. What's going on with you? Uh, bro, I just started that paywall site and I'm losing my fucking mind. In like, terms of <laughs> keeping up or... Yeah, it's just a lot more work. Wait, so explain I... it for the listeners. Explain. Oh, for the listeners. Yeah, for the, to, to, for the to listeners. the old men who don't understand today's media consumption. So, welcome to my Patreon. No, I'm kidding. Uh, basically, if you make a comic that has dirtiness, um, you can't be found in Patreon's search engine. Oh. So... There's not right. People basically have to just know you already exist in order to find you. And so, again, where it's kind of like, what's the point of being on there if they're going to take a cut and not help promote me? So I just made my own paywall site where you can subscribe and it's per month and uh, there's cheap tiers, whatever. I'm not really super here to promote it. I feel dirty about that. But just to explain what it is, is I modest. uh, I don't like it. I don't like I don't like to promote like that. I love to promote. Step I just don't right like to prom- up, step right up. <laughs> I don't like to promote here, but like I'm just saying that like it is uh what I've been doing and it's been I mean, what I've been doing so much that unfortunately I don't have a lot to talk about because I took on a lot more comic work and illustration work just as part of the like the people who pay every month. Uh, you got to give them a little extra and I'm giving them comics and I'm giving them drawings and I'm not that I had a lot of free time anyway, but what little free time I had is G O N E brother. I spend all day and all night just drawing like nonstop. So don't tell me you got a, a, a commission lottery. No, I'm, I was only <laughs> dumb enough to do that. I did that for this month, but uh, it changes uh, every month. And You're not look, paint, painting dunnies or anything like that? No, God damn. Learned your lesson? Draw, never, draw my, never my, my, my greatest fetish, Raven. I do a little bit of that. I don't mind. I'll tell you. <laughs> People that uh, they're paying, they're thirsty. They want to see some stuff, and I'll show they're them. thirsty. Yeah. They got to see it, bro. They got to see it. They but it's cool. It. Those are my people, so I'm cool with that. Is but it, is, um, it, is it is it working for you though? It is. Um, the website is actually for once um, making about the kind of money it was making on Keen Spot, which was a big deal at its peak. At its yeah, that was the most it was making in two thousand. Wow. Yeah, it, yeah. There you go. In two thousand eight, uh, I was part of the one of at the time the internet's biggest comic networks, and it Web was huge ring. for me. Yeah. 
and it helped and I was getting money from ads and it was good. And, uh, now I'm, you know, though, of course the adpocalypse happened a few times, believe it or not. Was and, adpocalypse. Adpocalypse has um, happened when advertisers pump a ton of money into a new media idea. And then a few years later they realize we're not getting a good return on this. We're taking all the money away. Yeah. And so the money dries up. And so all of a sudden ads don't pay shit. So and it was webcomics first. Yep. And then it, now it, currently it's YouTube getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. As as all the advertisers are like, oh man, Twitch is blowing up. We should go over there. Actually, it wasn't just webcomics. It was ads on web pages in general. Yeah. People don't, people don't, after people don't click on them. Bingo. And of course, like ad blockers became real popular. Uh, yep. Yep. And people were straight up, it was hilarious because, like, people would straight up tell me, they'd be like, oh, I love your comic. I use Adblocker. And I'm just like, bro, you got to turn that shit off for me, please. Like, <laughs> it's the only way I make money. But, uh, no, that's what I've been doing. I've just been drawing, like, more than ever, drawing like a damn fiend. And I enjoy my Switch a tiny little amount. Cast but that's it. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. I know, Jim. That's Out today. What it- what do you think I'm doing after this FinCast? <laughs> hey, you kids, you like Castlevania? Hmm? You need it is. to go out there on your console of choice and find Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. It's only $9. <laughs> you have no excuse. At $9, Craig, you like you have... old school Nintendo games. You might even like this. I like old school Nintendo games just because I was around when they were actually new school Nintendo games. <laughs> That's a good enough reason. That's fine. <laughs> it's, I think it's cool. I will just say that. Like, it, this doesn't have to turn into video game podcasts, but it's funny because, like, there's a 20-something, uh, like, you want to feel like an old man, ask someone when they're born and they say 1997. <laughs> That's going to make... I work at a used game store uh, mm-hmm. once a week, and I carded somebody uh, to do a trade-in because you got to be 18 years old. And I was they were born in, like, 2008. They were born in 2001. <laughs> and I went, uh-huh. Dude, I was already working in 2001. I know, dude. Well, I Me graduated too. high school in 2001. This guy was born and I had a job. Like, <laughs> But everything he says is like fucking amazingly like makes me feel so old. And like it's hilarious because his opinion on video games are like insane. So like the different. shit that – dude, the, the shit that comes out of his mouth is insane. And he's like video games or – the absolute they're at the bottom of the barrel right now it's all falling apart it's all over they're so terrible over it's over dude he's declared it they're done stick a fork in me i just think it makes me laugh because like for me it's like the genesis it's like the ultimate perfect time like shit's never been better than this like what i've been saying for a decade is that this is the best time for media in general you can get you see the funny thing is craig and again just the listeners if you keep you from getting bored is like today Today, this day in time, not only was a brand new game released that was the style of the old Nintendo games, but it's brand new. It was released today. But also, too, the same day, you got a game called Detroit Become Human, which is like full of like motion capture and voice acting. And it's like a movie. It's like you're playing a movie and you can see the characters' pores. It's so detailed. And I just think it's amazing when you have a medium that can have it can support so many types of variety. Guess and yeah, so it's a good game. 
as long as it's good, there seems to be support for it. And I wish comics was there. Like, oh, uh, man, Raven, you... Man, I don't even want to get into the fact that comics are better now than they've ever been. No, no, comics are better than they've ever been. I totally support what you're saying, bro. I'm just saying that I don't think the support is there. Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. there's no money in comics right now. But variety is pretty good. No, the variety is amazing, bro. This is, again, it's a renaissance for comics, too. There's more amazing comics than ever. And they're covering all types of genres and all kinds of shit. But it's not like where Bloodstained is going to make money. And so will Detroit become human. Mm-hmm. Different like kinds both of money. Different kinds of money. They're both going to make money. But, like, if I had some fucking... If you released a comic that looked like fucking C.C. Beck's Shazam... Yep. It's not going to make money. I bet you... I, I think you could find an audience for that right now. I think I think if, if Marvel or... Well, if DC or one of the big publishers actually put some weight behind it, you could find an audience for that kind of book. People are hungry for that kind of classic style. Just like how they're hungry for that classic NES style. I don't know. I, I mean, are they? Like, but the problem does... is the big two don't want to do that because there's so much risk involved. And that's why... The indies kind of got to do it, but the indies have the problem with have not have the brand recognition. So it's yeah, no visibility. Like yeah. if I draw my shit in the style of Captain Marvel, yeah, no, nobody's gonna flip the fuck out, you know. Right. So whatever. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Jim, what's up with you? Uh, hey, you know how I love digital comics? Yes, uh, and I poo poo all over paper. Why I've been known to hear that opinion from you occasionally. I, I I caught myself digging through dollar bargain back bins of comics the last week. I uh, I had an interesting opportunity to go to an antique store out of state with my uh, family last week, and there happened mm-hmm. to be a, a big stack of comic books, <laughs> mo- mostly like early nineties. You know, so they try charging you like five bucks a piece, like most three, antique stores. Well, here, do. Here's the thing: they were all three dollars a piece. Okay, and I, I I bulked seriously, like really bulked at these price tags. Um, but then I noticed the stall I was at had a big sign that said "Everything Half Off," and I said, "Oh, buck fifty isn't as bad." As no, $3. that's great. So I wound up grabbing like uh, some uh, Don Simpson uh, uh, Megaton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually it was a bizarre hero series. I don't know, Raven. Okay. I don't know, Raven. If you're familiar at all with Megaton Man, just a touch. He just, did fight Savage Dragon. He did, and he ran yep. and, and he ran backups in uh, Savage Dragon in the early days. Don is a Pittsburgh local, and I keep threatening to interview him I, at I, one point. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Show. It's gonna happen, bro. But anyway, I I got. I got two of those just random issues, and I grabbed a copy of a uh, Mirage Comics. It was like the future uh, Gizmo meets the Futuroid. It was just really kind of interesting. One of those uh, <laughs> Peter Larrett, Peter Larrett of the Ninja Turtles fame, created it. Nice, uh, drawn by uh, Michael Dooney. Dooney, yeah, he's a he's a real cool artist. I really dug him. He did a lot of art on Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the early two thousand. So it was kind of okay. cool to see something of his from like the late eighties, but that gave me the itch. So when I got home, I decided I'm going down to local, local comic shop and I'm going to go through their dollar bin. And, uh, I'm kind of glad I did because you know what? As as cool as digital is, as much as I prefer it, there is still Mm -hmm. so much old material that is not been 
converted and maybe won't ever be. Yeah. Uh, so the big find for me, Savage Dragon related, is I got the all four issues, all four issues of the first Super Patriot miniseries. Nice. Yes, by uh, 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 Johnson. Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson. Yes. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And that series is still visually stunning yep. to this day. Uh, I actually have read all the others. I got the Liberty and Justice trade paperback, and I got and I read War on Terror when it came out, but I never never read the first one. So that's gonna be real cool to read. Learn who all this Covenant of the Sword crap is all about. Yeah, yeah. It, that was a big part of Savage Dragon back in the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I set up a lot of stuff. But, you know, Malcolm now is, is all due to that's the right. Covenant. That's right, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I forgot. Yeah, yes. they're the ones who stole him, so... Mm-hmm. And he then and the Covenant of the Sword was like a cover front for like Dark Lord, so it was like a whole thing. And the craziest thing is that like Dave Johnson developed a lot of the designs for the characters, which seems to happen a lot in Savage Dragon, where like miniseries will spawn like major chunks of the story, yep. and other people would design it, and then Eric has to kind of like adjust to what other people have already designed. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Dave- go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Dave Johnson's design of, like, the Covenant guys were probably really different than what Eric probably would have came up, come up with. They're, like, these, like, guys with these giant robotic bodies with, like, little old men heads or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. They look so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. I mean, I found uh, I found some other odds and ends. I found uh, I found an issue of Big Bang Comics with uh, that, cro- that had a Savage Dragon crossover mm-hmm. or guest appearance, I suppose. Um, I got a call. I got a, uh, there's a four issue night, uh, night Watchmen, night Watchmen series. I found the first issue of, um, which is big bang, uh, yeah. spinoff. spinoff. Yeah. It was a, their version of Batman. Yeah. So I grabbed that as like a curiosity. Uh, and he'll be, uh, he'll be in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, urban, uh, what do you call it? What are they called now? Ur- the, urban legends. Ur- yeah, which is speaking of which, did you guys pick it up yet? It came out this week. I know. I was going to ask you that. I have not gone to the comic store yet, but uh, I knew it came out. Did you get your copy? Well, you got it digitally, right? Well, I'm going to. I'm a little oh. broke right this second, but uh, payday. I'm going to grab it. I'm just I'll... wondering how the coloring came out. For the listeners, this is the reprint of the Image Comics uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series by uh, Frank Fosco and Gary Carlson. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first issue came out Wednesday, right? Yes, this week. Of when we're recording. So of when knows? we're recording, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, based on preview images, the coloring looks pretty good. It doesn't... I know some people were worried. I know you were... Well, I'm always guys, worried so. about IDW because I don't really like their coloring in-house style. They use a lot of, like, uh, digital um, glow, I guess it would be. I don't yeah. care for it. But the preview images I saw, the coloring looked kind of flat, so I kind of dug it. So Cool. Yeah, I saw some on Facebook. Someone posted some preview images or a preview, like, little movie. Yeah. And I looked pretty good to me. Yeah. Although, you know, one thing that's going to be interesting is um, in that series, they inked the first issue as if colored. it was going to be color. Mm-hmm. And then when they figured out they weren't going to do color – they inked it different so it looked better on black and white. So I'm interested in seeing how the colored version of the next 
issue is going to look like in subsequent issues because it wasn't really inked for color. Right. So, yeah, I'm uh, really interested in getting my hand on that probably tomorrow uh, just to give it a read. Uh, other than that, I might have Tuesday, I think. Other than that, I found uh, all. Four... Thanks, Ray. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thanks, like, Raven. I'm an asshole, by the way. <laughs> Listeners, take note. Raven's going Tuesday to pick up his copy. <laughs> With all these clues, you can triangulate the exact time that we recorded this episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so were... the only other the other comics I picked up was I picked up a bunch. Oddly enough, I picked up a bunch of like first issues mm-hmm. um, that not really runs. Like I got the first issue of Steampunk by uh, I think Pacello did did the art on that. Um, I don't know what that is. You don't know Steampunk? Okay, I know what Steampunk is, but I don't right, know right. the. Comic. Well, there was like the, there was an image. There was an image. Uh, was it? It was um, uh, was a cliffhanger. It was one of those. Wildstorm did it. It, it was um. It was kind of like artistically, kind of like Battle Chasers at the time. It was basically okay. a hot. It was a hot book like Battle Chasers, where the mm-hmm. artwork was just like super stylized. It was a. Like I said I think it was Chris Pacello doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to double check that. Um, I don't really have any attachment to it. I just remember it being a well liked book that, of course, was never completed because that happened a lot. <laughs> Right, and they keep talking about coming back to it, and it still hasn't happened yet. But it's one of those books that you know you can't get digitally, so I just picked it up. And then I got uh, the first issue of Term- the um, uh, the Terminator Burning Earth. Nice. Do you know why that comic is significant? Nope. No. That is the first comics work of Alex Ross. Weird. Yeah. Is it just like it's all drawn, it's or all painted? It... Oh, it's all painted. Weird. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks okay. Um, being fully painted on non-gloss paper in the early, uh, or yeah, the early '90s doesn't do it any favors, but it's very interesting. Huh. Uh, and it's based on the original. Um, actually, based on when it came out, Terminator Two may not even been out yet because it's definitely based on the original Terminator, not Terminator okay. Two. Uh, yeah. What was the other book I got? Oh yeah, I got um a whole bunch of Keith Giffen books. Uh, mm-hmm. I got all four issues of this series called Trencher, which I guess mm-hmm. was an early image book he yep. did. Amazing comic. Yeah, we yeah. talked about this a little off the air, but uh, yeah. I, I bought the first two issues when they came out. I love them. I love the style of it. It's just it's a fun, silly ass Lobo type comic. I just um, it just it's really cool that I found all these complete runs in these bargain bins. And if you and, and you know what I. Early 90s is a mystery to me because it was that period of time I kind of ignored everything because it all looked kind of eh to me at the time. Especially too awesome? Yeah, a little too awesome. <laughs> um, so going back and just, you know, picking up stuff, it's just really cool. Yeah. Um, I got like four issues of Ultra versus Mantra. If you know what that is. No. Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, but... don't, don't worry about it. I don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. That, that's uh, Terry. If you know who Terry Dodson is, the artist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's where he got his big break, I guess. Is uh, are the characters sexy? No, oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> so he's so he was sexy out the gate. Yes. All right. That's kind Still of sexy. his thing. Still sexy. Still sexy, Terry. We love you. The better Adam Hughes. 
You know what's funny? He's the he's deadline Adam Hughes. Yeah, he makes comics. He, he'll he'll make that deadline and he'll keep it sexy. Yeah, I was I was thinking like painted comics and do you guys remember that image comic called Sharkman? Has you know, it's kind of a lame title. Sharkman, but... <laughs> no. No. Dude, look up image Sharkman. The, the, the artist is Gary Leach, and it's some amazing freaking art. And it came out, I want to say, like, late 90s. I don't know. Oh, no, 2008, I guess. A lot later than I thought. It came out with three issues and just, like, disappeared. But Wow, I have never seen or heard of this. The art was amazing, and I... When you said like painted like a uh, oh, comic, hey, I was, I was thinking in my head of all like the painted comic books out there. Like Remember there was like a Deathlock series that was kind of painted. Yeah, that what I think was written. That was done by Joe Casey, I think. That was coming out in like, uh, yeah, I know which series you're talking about. So and then I suddenly like the Sharkman comic flashed in my head, and the the art is superb. He's like a super and, Sentai character. Yeah, it, it was pretty neat, and then it disappeared. And I remember, like, I don't, I don't see any inside pictures, but it was pretty fun. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean you to know derail. It's funny if I had known, like, the is the whole comic painted or the Shark Man one? Yeah, yeah. If I, I think had that's known, painted. If I had known the whole comic was painted, I probably would have bought this shit in a heartbeat. Yeah, because this is you talk about Alex Ross clone. Like this is a like Alex. This is some Alex Ross looking shit right here. Yeah, he was in War of the Independence. Sharkman was. I, I, he, I'm on Comic Vine. He says he's got an appearance in it. Bro, this is blowing my mind. Because this is what's funny about this is like this is some shit I totally would still read even now to this day. Yeah, it it looks pretty amazing. Um. For the listener, just look up Sharkman Image Comics. I, I get a, I don't even know if I have the, my original. I think they're probably long gone. But I remember being like, I want more of this. Apparently there are like five issues. Uh, two of which were like like oddly like independently published. Although the second issue has the image eye on it. It's very strange. And the second series only ran three issues in image. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very interesting. Detailed and neat, but anyway, did not find did not find Sharkman in the bargain bin. <laughs> You're not gonna, and I guarantee anybody that has these gems is not letting them go. So uh, should we? Uh, you know what? No, on? no, we won't. Because you know, I blew. Feel free to delete my earlier thing because I totally brain farted on my awesome savage dragon related thing oh what's your yes, awesome? I know what, you're what about. is it i went to the eerie comic con and pretty much just fucking went to hang out with mark welzer oh right and mark for the listener has been a huge savage dragon fan for a long time and probably seen him on the boards if you listen to this podcast but he also has done a backup i forget which issue it was in but it was the um, i want to say 225 was it 225? Because I feel like I was sitting with him this weekend, and I think it was an anniversary issue. Uh, as, as ferocious Googling happens. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I believe that it was. Uh, you just can pop in and confirm that. But, like, Mark, again, huge Savage Dragon fan. Like, one of the Brotherhood of the Finn founding, like, members. Like, <laughs> it was just really a fucking treat. 
to get to uh, hang out with a Savage Dragon fan of like such a long history with the book and like has even contributed a backup. And like uh, I was reading, uh, I, I got to like see his original art for the it's, backup. It's Savage Dragon 208 for the listeners. It's the backup is with Brute Force. Yep. Oh, that one. Yeah. And it was just cool. It, it was just fun. Like, I, yeah. there doesn't even have to be a big, like, to-do about it. It's just, it was really fun. It was really cool. Uh, if you're a fucking Savage Dragon fan and Mark is at a show uh, near you, get to that fucking show and, yeah. and, and talk Savage Dragon with him. He His portfolio has Savage Dragon stuff in it. And, like, it's awesome. It's, like, just it was fun to talk to him. And also, D. Fish was there, too, who... For the listeners, if you need to put that person into perspective, when there was the Inkwell uh, inking challenge, uh, D did the one where it was more like had like kind of a more like a watercolor like a style appearance and like the sky had lines in it. Um, so again, you'll see D floating around the forums, the Facebook forums and stuff. It was just fun to get to hang out with two Savage Dragon fans. Yeah, uh, I get yeah, to do. You it. Never get to do that. <laughs> I never do. And they made. They made. I said that. I said, man. I said I just really enjoy getting to hang out and talk with Savage Dragon fans. And Mark said, Yeah, you do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, You get to do it every month. I said, oh, I'm sorry, you're right, dude. I, I do. I do like like if if there was anyone to draw like dragon backups, I think like. Well, sir, and like Mark Engler are like the guys that really have Larson's style kind of locked down. They do a real good job kind of giving you that Larson feeling. Yes, dude. We did a jam pick that I hope never surfaces, but because like I did a really shitty job compared to D and Mark, but it was awesome watching Mark draw like Mako and Powerhouse and like just draw these like dragon characters and again like you said he just like has that larson style dude yeah <laughs> like it just like I was, I was like holy shit he's got it like he's he does a, a lot of cool design stuff like t-shirts and stuff that get like stolen all the time and i feel yes. bad for him. he has yeah. his awesome like um star wars like uh kind of take on like an homage to the trooper from iron maiden it is and so that funny. thing is constantly getting stolen it's so funny you mentioned that because that was in his portfolio and all weekend people flip through and be like, oh, my mom has this shirt. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. give me five dollars. Yeah. Is that what he would say? <laughs> he said, he said, yeah. He said that one gets ripped off a lot. He said, I used to worry about it. I just had to give up. Yeah. Yeah. But he always is like, I'm always seeing like posts like, hey, did you, get, did you see this? And it's like, oh, shit. Like that. And those, I'm like. He-Man stuff. Like, I think he's super into uh, He-Man Masters yep. Universe, and he does like you know, designs and stuff that get ripped off. But real I big. I guess that's He-Man. just how what happens a lot. I mean, I I have like Instagram accounts of artists that are just constantly getting ripped off by closed stores like H and M and shit like that. And, See, oh, yeah. I can I can understand brutal. like some rando like uh, screening shirts and selling them on eBay, but when like actual shirt companies are doing it it's yeah, fucking it's, disgusting it happens all the time they steal from like street artists they steal from comic book artists and and it's it's just brutal dave raposa is an internet artist who did a series of ninja turtle paintings and basically the michael bay 
Ninja Turtle movies. It is Michael Bay, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the he didn't direct Bay, them, but he did produce them. Well, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies, their version of Master Splinter is basically almost verbatim his redesign. Oh, so really? They're, they're big yeah. enough, though. You could probably sue them and win. I don't know that you could, dude, because be you're doing you fan art. Money. Yeah, bingo. You can't sue Nickelodeon. They're going to fucking win. <laughs> They'll just, you know, bury it in litigation. Well, which one does make enough noise that they settle with you? Yeah. At any rate, Eerie Con was amazing for the Savage Dragon factor. And I wanted to bring it up just because I just really want to say if you ever get a chance. And again, I talked a lot about Mark. It's because I was sitting right next to him. Like D did a fucking absolutely stunning Malcolm in like fucking five minutes. Blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. It looked amazing. And Welzer's like, you fucking ruined us. Like you ruined this jam pick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you did such a better job in like five minutes than we did in like 20 so, uh, again, if you're around and you see either of those artists, huge Savage Dragon fans, support them, pop out and talk Savage Dragon with them. They would fucking love it. And I don't know. That's all I want to say. It was that was that was my amazing thing I've done recently. What did you yeah. scri- scribble like a super deformed Rodney and doornail on there? No, dude, I, I fucking did this like shitty ass Savage Dragon, and then like, cause I thought it was for fun. I was oh. like, oh, let's just, I was like, let's just do something for fun, real quick. <laughs> and like, fucking Mark brought his A game. That powerhouse he did fighting my dragon was really awesome. And I was like, damn it. And so then I drew like, uh, and then we handed it to D. And D drew this amazing Malcolm with a Canada T-shirt on, like bringing the hammer down on powerhouse from the back and i was like oh shit <laughs> and there's like he drew a john day and he drew a uh, mako in there real good so i drew fucking uh brainy ape and uh just like a shitty paul dragon <laughs> i love it when when artists draw like rando dragon characters and you know like they're real fans you know what i mean like <laughs> like oh, if he's drawing that character he definitely reads the book you know john day john day yeah <laughs> Right in the background. She, uh, well, that sounds fun. It was. And again, if you get to see Mark, uh, he's a fucking who and just talk Savage Dragon with him. He'd fucking, you know, I know he'd love that. So check it out. Get See him if you're ever in this area. All right. Cool. So news real quick. We don't got a lot, so we'll blast right through it. Uh, first bit of news, we got the cover for Savage Dragon 238 which has got Malcolm on the cover with a bunch of hands reaching out to him with the words out for blood <laughs> bottom of the screen, uh, bottom of the page. Um, pretty good cover. I like it. I like the, I like the, uh, but I can't help but think that, wow, Malcolm's blood's real bad for you guys. Why do you want it so bad? Oh, I wonder gosh. if, uh, because the repercussions of what happened in the issue that we're about to talk about I, it, people it, it, think it, they could bring relatives yeah yes <laughs> it's very it's very it's very interesting that we saw this cover about a week before we read the issue and uh-huh. now it's been completely retextualized 100 percent, dude that's what i was gonna say is i like this cover but after we read this issue i was like oh shit <laughs> canadians bloodthirsty canucks dude so, not much else to say about the cover other than it's the usual excellent cover. Yeah, super home run. Um, the other piece of news we have, and it's not much, but it's something. 
is the solicitation for 237 is out, giving context to Scourge, which is actually awesome context because I didn't think it was going to be what it turns out to be. Uh, it says, beware the Scourge. I'm not doing that. Beware the Scourge. The Scourge. <laughs> scourge. Uh, enter the sinister leader of Toronto's underworld, the Deadly Scourge. The most polite criminal organization. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna get your blood, eh? I'm going to rule Canada, eh? <laughs> I'm excited for this new villain. Like, yeah? It's exactly what I wanted. I, I, we need some new big baddie. I hope he lasts more than one issue. I'm sure he'll die instantly. <laughs> Well, he's a cool visual. We all loved his visual. And like I, I think like it was like one of those like it had a lot of comments. Like a lot of people were like, Oh, cool visual, cool visual, like this guy's look. It's even cooler to learn that he is not just like Wraith. Who who is also a cool visual, but was a total throwaway. Right. I don't know about throwaway. I mean he I mean, I guess he was a throwaway. Yeah, one issue literally threw him away. One issue wonder, dude. In a, in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a soup can. What was so, that? Uh, a cat. <laughs> See, when she poops, she gets out of the litter box and she cries. <laughs> <laughs> and then rides her motorcycle then, yeah. away from the stand. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone! <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of here! <laughs> Don't cut it. That's gold. Don't cut it. <laughs> so Scrooge, he's 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 the uh, Canadian overlord. I'm excited. Well, I, well, I would not expect it to be that cut and dry. Eric. I bet that he's an old man in a suit, and he's sick of all the freaks, so he decides to use the suit to take over. No, I'm kidding. I'm just lying. That's not what it's going to be. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for this guy to be important. That's all. Yeah. Same here. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully important. Yeah, we assume important. Cool. So shall we move on? Moving yeah. on. To, 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 to take it away, Craig. Uh, so we're going to try out our interesting conversations bit again. We didn't get any mail from, or did we got one piece of mail from our last one, but it didn't. From our last episode, but it didn't address our Fintrusting Conversations from that episode. Correct. Um, but Fintrusting Conversations is a segment where we ask you, the listeners, for your opinion on one of our topics. Or uh, you can either give us an opinion on that or offer a new topic for us to discuss. Um, and no one discussed our last topic, so we're just going to skip on over that. Sometimes um, things die. Yes, yes. So our new topic, hopefully we can get you guys interested in this one, is which direction of the book do you wish lasted longer? Or was there a direction that you wish was shorter in the book? So like a plot or whatever direction, you know, Malcolm as a cop, Dragon as SOS character or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just, you know, you can talk about either what you wanted was what you wish was longer or shorter or both. And uh We'll start off by leading the conversation, and then hopefully we'll get some letters, and we can hear what you guys think. So, uh, one of you guys want to go first, Jim? Um, right off the top of my head, I would say I would have liked a little less of 
Oh, what what ran too long? Um, shoot. Um, <laughs> you want me to start? Sorry, I'm running through all of them through my head, and I'm <laughs> trying to think here. I think SOS era Dragon, although it feels like it was a long period of time, Dragon wasn't actually an SOS leader for very long. Uh, he wound up going off on his own adventure for most of it. I kind of wish he had been team leader a bit longer in that particular period. Just because it was it was kind of neat to have him be a leader. Because he, while he can be a leader, uh, an ad hoc leader sometimes, he doesn't really get to be an official leader of a team very often. And, right. And I just think... I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that. Not so much, you know, the the SOS period doesn't have to necessarily be a lot longer. I just think Dragon, you know, being active with the team could have handled being a bit longer. Because by the time Dragon returned, Rock had become the, the leader and it was, you know, it was unnecessary for Dragon to stick around. I, I thought some of the, the issues in, like, the 40s were some of the strongest Savage Dragon issues to date. Like, the most fun, if you read the dialogue in those issues, the banter between... Uh, dragon and, and barbaric when he wants his own action figure and yeah. <laughs> dragon just kind of like just it was super fun like I, I feel like whenever I think of like some of the best issues of dragon I think of those SOS issues because there were so many characters and you would think it would be a mess but it it really clicks so that's I totally agree with you on that what about so anything shorter yeah or do you even have a shorter, shorter's, an era you'd like reduced? Shorter's tough because there, there was this period, um, where would it have been? It would have been like, not because the, the, uh, the world, world tour period was actually already pretty short. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of wish I was a little longer, but not as much. Um, I can't really think of anything that I would really want shortened too much. Cause let's go through the eras just, just real, real quick. I mean, there's cop dragon. Yeah, and then there's the ba- one, ba- the only one that apparently matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, if only Dragon had been a cop until today, <laughs> right? Extend yeah. it. I wish he was a cop fighting Overlord again. Then he was a bounty hunter, and then he was yep. a SOS leader. No, no. So you, so yeah. All right, go ahead. SOS, <laughs> yeah. SOS. There was, yeah, and then I guess right after the SOS, he was kind of like that Batman era, where he was in right like, when William he, Johnson's when he died, like body yeah, was doing the Johnson thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what came after that. Kind of like Family Guy era in a way, Did, like Family Man. But right before, you know, he got married. Right, he and, got married. Right, he was a single dad, the single dad era. And then uh, he basically went into the Savage World arc. Savage World like era, Commanda, yeah, kind of Commandy, Commandy. Right? Um, then he took back the world from Cyberface, which was still pretty much the same arc, although tonally it had changed a bit from the Commandy stuff to a more, like, standard superhero at that point. But yeah, that, that's kind of like the family arc, too, with, like, Glum. Right, right, but that comes after. That's after 200. That almost that starts almost immediately in, uh, uh, I'm sorry, after issue 100. Issue, yeah, 10, yeah. issue 101 is pretty much the start of the family arc. Yeah, Because that's yeah, when Angel and Jennifer return. Yep, and then they have, yeah they have that family arc, and then family arc transitions into. Uh, that's like world tour presidential. Arc oh, presidential kinda. election, yeah. Yep. And then, then the then Glum goes bad, and the wanted crossover happens. Well, I'm doing this all off the top of my head. Yeah, was it like I, I wouldn't say that was like any kind of like really era. Yeah, <laughs> there's I would say there's the virus error. 
where oh, Ryan. Well, and that's like well, you could say you know would qualify that Malcolm's return era. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like cuz at that point he's like, you know, Malcolm is back. Yeah. Virus era is returned to be is back in blue. Yeah. yeah. Almost immediately. And then from there it goes into Emperor Dragon. The yeah. Kerr era, yeah. Kerr era. Kerr. And then, and then it's Malcolm, Malcolm and Dragon. Angel and now it's Malcolm and Angel duo era. And then there's Cana- Canadian era. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, well, remember, Dragon returns at some point. Old man dragon. Old, yeah, old, the old, yeah, trial, yeah, the prison old era. Dragon, yeah. And now it's Malcolm era. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm in Canada era. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty good, guys. Yeah, good <laughs> Mal- job, yeah, dude. Not I, bad. I couldn't have done it. So, uh... I can't think of any of them I'd shorten, honestly. None of them really overstay their welcome. Almost all of them, I wish, lasted, like, five issues longer. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Raven? The funny thing is, is that, like, you, you both almost, like, Jim, you said, I wish World Tour era was a little... I was like, yeah, dude, that's my era. Like, I wish there had been more crossovers. Yeah. I fucking love that, and I wish that we had seen crazier shit, like... You know, an invincible book, like just like he did the invincible. Never mind, I'm 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 an idiot. Godland and fucking prism, for God's sakes. Yeah, I'm just saying, like I I could have seen Dragon crossover into worlds for another year. Mm, Like, yeah, I I could have seen that because I loved it. Like just the way he reacted and like the way people reacted to him, and you know, he's just like Dragon crossover never quite goes the way a normal crossover does, like because he's a jerk. Yeah, because he's an so asshole. Like, he's the worst. Yeah, he, he shows up and like starts trying to like fucking take the lead and be the boss and like talk shit and it's great. I love it. And so that would have been my longer. And even though this is going to sound like I didn't like it, it, just you guys know me by now. Like the family era was just not my thing. And yeah. so like if that had been like, which I find the, funny because that was more like strips and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Like for a couple I feel of like issues. you would like that. I like, well, the funny thing is, is like format wise, like I loved that it like devolved and like devolved. So shitty. So condescending. <laughs> so condescending. Sorry about that. I like that it would, I actually experiment wise. Says the thing is like, I really don't wish it was like shorter, but I'm just saying like, if I, I mean, Savage Dragon is almost all completely awesome to me. So it's really hard to pick the one, like just to echo what Jim said that I want shorter, but just for my own personal tastes, like I never super loved Family Era. Well, you, like you want, family you want to know era. something crazy though is Family Era, quote unquote, only lasted nine issues. I know because in one oh nine, Alex um, murders the fuck out of the Lummox, dude, oh, and 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 and, Je- and uh, Jennifer murders Death Seed, and that's let me pretty tell much you, the end. When that happened. I was like, oh, thank God, it's the end of the family era. Like, when did you, that, that, just that page of her soaked in, like, in blood-soaked panties and stuff, because yeah. she just stabbed the guy to death. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, that kind of sealed the end of it. Sealed the end of it. I was like, oh, yes, thank God, dude, it's over. And so it's not like I was suffering, like, oh, no. And then two, but, oh, and, and an issue later, Mako puts his fist through Dart's head. You're right. And I'm sorry, but like, that's kind of like when I read Savage Dragon, I want to be shocked and I want shit to flip me out and I want there to be ultra violence. So, yeah, you know, that would be the only one that I would shorten up. I don't think it was a misstep. I think it's cool to see that stuff, too. But I mean, if we're playing this game, sure, I'll shorten yeah. that one up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
and, and you know, issues like 101 through 103, they were more about, like, fighting Universo and and Malcolm escaping from the image, the old universe. Right. So you, even that wasn't quite family era yet. So the family... No, that's like Liberty League era, yeah. kind of. Like yeah, I mean, they, they're working out of his basement, and he's, like, in a team. Yeah. But remember, uh, like, 102 has, like, Mother Mayhem and her, her babies coming out of her freaking uterus. So Love it. Family, yeah. fun for the whole family. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's funny. Even at, even at its, you know, like you said, quote-unquote family era, it was still, like, good. Still sad as dragon. Still fucked up. Yeah, it just didn't have uh, people getting stabbed to death in their blood-soaked underwear. Like, that's, okay. I, like, when that happened, I was like, cool. What about you, Craig? You so touched on I, it, but I don't. So here's one I think we missed, but I'm not sh- quite sure it constitutes an error because I don't think it lasted that long. But uh, issue 175 has got that iconic kind of cover with like oh, all of a sudden Dragon yeah. was like Buck Rogers, and I thought this, the, I thought the comic was going in a direction where it was going to turn into like a cosmic space type yes. thing and i yep. think that was a missed opportunity in a way because you think of all the things that he's done and he did space a little bit with god world and stuff like that but he didn't really do like a space book which i thought he was gonna do and one of my favorite all-time comics is silver surfer volume three which is jim stalin and uh ron Lim. Mm-hmm. and uh i collected the shit out of that like issue 25 to like issue 100 is all the same team and it's like some of the best Marvel comics ever. It's so much fun. And I was like, man, Savage Dragon could totally be like that. Think of like all the crazy characters like Eric could like draw, you know, and, and just out of this world insane, no pun intended, insane shit that could go down. And so I wish, you know, it was like almost as soon as it began, it kind of ended. You know and what? It just fizzled out. And I, I wish we, it we lasted was crazy, longer. Craig. I remember all this. Our very, very first impact. Uh, Savage Fincast episode, episode zero, was about uh-huh. 175, and I remember how excited you were about it. Yeah, yeah, I just I just thought it could have been something more. Like I said, I got a lot of good memories from that Silver Surfer comic where they did a lot of crazy, neat stuff with it, and uh, so, anyway. I so that's, agree. That, I felt like, was a missed opportunity, but, you know, it could just be something that Eric's not into, like, those kind of books, and, you know, he just wouldn't have fun doing it, but... Um, the one I, I wish was shorter was the presidential bid stuff because I think Eric even kind of admitted once he started it he wasn't into it and it kind of just it, – it, it kind of brought the book down. I don't know. It just wasn't exciting. You felt like Eric wasn't into it. It seemed like a good idea maybe at first and it just wasn't working. I, the Dread Knight character, I think he's okay but I think Eric did Overlord better and we already have that kind of character. I don't, I don't think we needed another – kind of dread night character but uh I, i'm checking now but yeah the presidential stuff runs like a good six months yeah and it just and that was it's during, not and memorable think, really and wasn't that during I mean, a period when the book was getting late maybe so it sounds right feel longer I mean, do you really remember much from that it's not that memorable of you know uh i, I don't know is it, does it tie in around the same time as the world tour thing no, no. See, I don't. It's weird. I love Savage Dragon, but when it comes to that, like that era, I'm like, eh. It leads to one. It, he's remember Dragon's powerless during this period. 
I yeah, see, that's another thing. It's like uh, him, him and Jen- or, or Jennifer was depowered. One of them got depowered. Yeah. No, no. Okay, after the president arc, it goes into uh, uh, Glum with the God Gun. Yeah, and the I thought crossover. that was a little weird. And, I don't know. I'm just that not was a, that was a kind of out of left field crossover. That was. I mean, it's I I don't I, don't, I never care for the wanted, so it was really weird for me. I loved it. Honestly, like, yeah. for yeah, me. I thought it was fucking great because I was a huge wanted nerd. Like one, it blew my fucking balls off. So I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like when that crossover happened, I was like, "Oh, this makes so much sense." <laughs> Which issues are the presidential issues? I'm um, looking at them right now. Like one eight one one eighteen. Oh, earlier than I remember. Yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, I'm wait, just wait a minute. Am I stupid? Hold on. You know what? I could have seen that wanted thing go like three more issues. Like I fucking love that dude. Yeah, that's pretty. That was. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, the president stuff goes from like one eighteen to like uh, one twenty four. Yeah, so yeah no like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bomb but. Queen. Remember Bomb Queen? Yeah. I do. No thanks. <laughs> I liked her. Remember other like, bomb queens? You just liked her because she had bomb boobies. That's right. I did. I thought she was an interesting take on a, you know, a hero finger quotes. Well, which bomb queen are you thinking of, Craig? Well, Eric, Eric did a silly one. Right. And then he did, like, the actual image comic. Right. So I guess both. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the one that Eric did was, like, she had like remote control missiles come out of her like chest, <laughs> and that was all in the same issue, right? It was yeah. kind of like tongue in cheek. Yeah, there was a fake bomb queen, and then like there was the real bomb queen, right? Which I think the bomb queen would be like Maxine as a supervillain. <laughs> yeah, you know one hundred percent. You don't know what you know what I actually could take a, took have taken a little less of the golden age hero stuff. I think Daredevil kind of overstayed his welcome. Yeah, I agree. I the think claw by, by the time they did, yeah, by the time he did the claw, I think it was running a little, getting a little old by that point. It's weird because I actually would have liked to have seen more done with those dudes. Like they kind of showed up and then just like, oh, we're in the SOS now, bye forever. And like, I really wish that we had seen them a bit more. So I'm not like, I don't wish it had run less. I actually kind of just wish they had had more meaning to their presence. You know what I mean? Because, like, when they showed up, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to be seeing, like, Thor and the Wizard and all these motherfuckers, like, they're Daredevil's friends. Nope. Gone. Although, yeah. I, I guess the claw did introduce Kevin, so something good came out of it. Yeah, dude. Thunderhead was the claw's flunky. So, anyway, yeah. I, I mean, if anyone else... What was, uh, hmm. what was the... the um? Image Super Team's name. Did they have a name to that team, or was I don't think so. Nah, nah. That was kind of that was a fun little experiment. I I love the gag where like uh, Shadowhawk had that little gem thing that would make them all appear. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and and the the best gag is the last gag where he summons everyone, and it's during a period of time when everyone's all fucked up. Spawn has like no head, right? No, no, no. no, Spawn's dead. Because Simmons, yeah. is, uh, what's his name? But doesn't he like Al summon Simmons the body and it was just like a headless body or yeah. something? Yeah, which, <laughs> just which, a jaw. Witchblade, it doesn't have the witchblade at the time. Wasn't uh, she pregnant too? Something like that. Mark, 
is in the wrong costume because he's all dark and blue. And, uh, yeah, Dragon's got no arms, because in a previous issue, uh, in, a, in a previous panel, his arms got blown off. In fact, oh, that's I, so I, awesome. I think that was during the one panel equals a day. Uh, oh, issue. you might be right. It sounds but, about yeah, right. He loses his arms like two days before, and then <laughs> Shadowhawk summons them all together. He's like, that's kid, so you awesome. got to stop doing this. Uh, good times, guys. Good times. So if you guys have uh, your own take on your favorite error or what you wish lasted longer or was shortened, uh, send your opinion over to us at savagefincast at gmail.com, and we will read your uh, letter on the podcast. Shout-outs to Pork Ryan. Thanks for writing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Shall we get into the meat and potatoes? I think we should. 234 meat and potatoes stand on a bunch of sturdy skulls that's it <laughs> tippy toe on those skulls even so nice. yeah this, i remember this cover has been revealed for like a long time it feels like this has been like like five months Sounds it does right. doesn't it i remember that when it was released like there's a lot of missing context like we didn't know who michael jackson was um that was the main one, yeah, actually. If I remember correctly, the Bald is Beautiful cover came out, mm-hmm. and then this one. And so he said, oh, look, Malcolm has shaved. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, he shaved. Uh, it was a good little trick. And, uh, you know, how how would we know? How, we how had no idea who we Michael... Know? We had no idea who Michael Jackson was. Nobody saw that coming. Absolutely not. But, uh, so picking up immediately, hmm? yes, 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 good cover. Love this, it, dude. With, with the side boob. Oh, yeah, dude. Can't get enough. <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. So picking up immediately from where last issue left off, Malcolm responds, as we all did. <laughs> Fuck I lo- that. I love it, dude. Look at the mouth. Look at the like teeth. Like You can see the on it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, it is great. I I love the lettering again. Uh, Farron Delgado, like the, even the fuck that lettering is amazing. But look at the font on the title. I love. I'm so glad you brought the title back. I love the title thing. I don't know. I remember we talked about it, and you said at one point we got at least I got sick of it. Maybe I said, but I got I'm glad sick it's of back it. now. Oh, was it you? I was really sick of it after a while because what had happened was it made sense when he was doing that throwback stuff. Yeah, the, the quote unquote commandy era, but once he transitioned out of it, he kept doing it, and I just even even through the family era, it made sense when he was doing the Fantastic Four shit. But how once, do you feel about it now? I mean, it's you know it's fine. I actually still don't really like it because yeah. I don't it the I don't know what it is. I just don't speak your it, piece. Don't say what, say what the, you're thinking. I don't think it fits the tone of the book. I think if you want to do stuff like this. You've mm-hmm. got to do like you did during those previous periods where you would break the comic up into like one part or two one, parts. Part one, part two, part three. Because that's what this stuff was for in the Silver and Bronze Here, Age. Here's the thing, though. This is what I'm kind of sort of remembering. As you two were talking, I was thinking, who did hate it, Jim or Craig? And I think what I remember the criticism was is that we were getting multiple titles per page, I mean, yeah. per issue. So yeah. it was eating up precious real estate with a big-ass title. 
And I think that was one of the criticisms you guys like threw at it. You're going to have to go back and check the tapes, but I'm almost positive that was your criticism is that it was too much per issue. See, well, this I, thing, love it, I, th- I actually think this page would look better if it was full fucking bleed with, no- with nothing. With just Malcolm's face going, fuck that! I like the lettering because I will say that I think lettering has become really underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what? Good point. New, new, new letterer. Maybe Eric's just letting him do what he what he wants. And I, I'm at, giving him opportunities. The, I love how they use just a different font. I just think it it looks gorgeous. Like as part of the art. Like I I enjoy the way. I don't know. I, maybe because comics don't do it anymore. Like right. it's kind of like that. It's almost like it makes it even better because you don't get to see this kind of lettering that's what makes it good dude so many comics i was like just the boring i i I made a post it's so timely like i made a fucking post and i was like you know because blambot did a thing and they were like look they're like don't just type a a sound effect with a sound effect font they're like that's like the beginning they're like once you get the sound effect font typed in there like kabam shadow in there yeah, well, they were like, you got to work it. Like, you got to make it twist and wrap around the art, and you got to give it like character and life. They're like, don't just type it. And I put this post up, and I was like, yeah, Blambot's got a point, man. Lettering is part of the art. Like, I really appreciate lettering, and it really makes the comic more visually interesting. Don't you know, bro? I had people commenting and being like, uh, Raven. Comics don't have to do everything that old comics did, you know. Oh. Oh. And like, see, that's the thing though. Like, they don't realize. Like, it was perfected. Like, the, you know, the old people did it right. Like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, you know, the the guys back in the day. You know, the craftsmen from like, you know. See, I don't 60s. actually believe that. I don't think anyone. I don't think it's been perfected. I think there's I know, more man. to learn. I, I think it's like any, you look at architecture, with. like how much was put into it and how things now are just thrown up without much, you know, uh, as much effort because it's I so think, easy. I think that if that word balloon just said fuck that in normal font, right, it wouldn't have made half the impact that fuck that, like that all big. and like, It's crazy too because it, it looks hand lettered because he's just using a different font. You know what I mean? Like, like I look at that and I'm like, no one would just use, you know, computer font to do that. Like that, that's got to be hand lettered, but it's not. You know? no. At least I don't think it is. You can do a lot with. I know you Visual can, lettering is a lot come along way. That's why I said it's not perfected because I don't can, see any comics doing that. Well, it's not popular. I think it's, it's safe to say it's not. I don't popular. think people treat lettering like an art form anymore because I think I, it's just so. I will say your, you know, your big two comics don't do it, but I will also say that there are a few comics, usually with like one person doing all the work. There you go. Do the lettering and. I mean, show me like comics now that are doing like John Workman type shit that he's not that that don't actually involve him or. <laughs> Eliopolis's stuff like nobody is doing that shit anymore I, I, I don't know me I'm talking on my ass because I'm not really collecting that many comics but I don't believe people are doing shit like it's, that it's and that was commonplace at one point and it's sad that it's lost I think because the thing this is what I like about it is I mean uh, the reason why it's awesome is like okay flip to the next page look at all the variety you have right there take this 
and then it's my blood, but I don't need it. You know, hook it up to my wife now. Like, you know, go. Like, you get to see all these different things. And the thing is, is that comics being a visual medium, like, that visual change in those letters is how you communicate and emphasize words. And so yeah. when we speak, we don't just say, hello, Craig, hello, Jim, my name is Raven, how are you? Let us do the podcast now. Like you just say, you know, you, you emphasize words naturally. Naturally, you speak with emphasis. And Next so we're going to do the podcast and do those like YouTube videos where someone just like has that computer voice where they just take text and put it to a video. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Hello. No, that's that's what my parts are going to be. I'm just going to type it and have the computer speak it for me. Google search. <laughs> do, do a Google search for Savage Dragon 225. <laughs> to, Savage Dragon 225. Shall we get to the meat and potatoes? <laughs> Hold on. I have to go pee. <laughs> no i i like it i'm just saying fair and delgado if you're out there we love you mister and you're rocking it and i'm okay with the title uh it's fine i think it looks cool even dude like blood all red you know, I, you know dr Kayo, i am surprised that eric used that as a title because it gives away so much i mean to be completely honest and i was about to get to this this is the logical conclusion that anyone who knows anything about um, Dragon Blood is going to leap to, and you're going to be if he, if Eric doesn't do this, you're going to go. Why didn't he do that? It's you know what's so funny? Obvious. I know you're saying that, and like now, hindsight 2020, I get it. But like putting his blood in a dead person. I just didn't see it bringing them. Yeah, back nobody said that. Well, I, I well, didn't hear well, anybody bring that up. Really? It wasn't on the forums. Well, or listen. Let me, let me let me let me let me add some context here. They at the end of the last issue, they specifically say she's only been dead a couple of minutes. Clinical death isn't necessarily the same thing as actual death. It just means her heart isn't pumping. All right. And yeah, so, but if a doctor says you're dead, I mean, for fuck's sake. You're probably dead. But we know that Chosen One blood is, like, stupid potent. Virus chomped the fuck out of the brain of Dragon, and they brought the body back from that. This stuff well, is a miracle. No, this stuff has been presented as a miracle oh, yeah, right. cure-all since the beginning. And the fact that this particular use of it to save someone who is very recently passed hasn't come up yet is surprising to me. But, you know, it's funny, even in this issue, the doctor says to him, because it doesn't work right away, even in this issue, the doctor says, has it occurred to you that your father was an alien from another planet? Mm-hmm. It's like, even even the doctor is like, dude, you're putting your blood in a dead person. And I will, and I will acknowledge that when uh, the Vicious Circle was using his blood, it didn't necessarily give people regenerative capabilities. It just kind of made him a bit stronger, and that's about it. Yeah. It wasn't a significant boost. That was like the the thing is that it really wasn't a big deal. It just made like, everyone super strong. Here's what I'm saying is I feel like this is new info. I feel like we've not seen the blood put in a fucking dead person. We did. We, we saw it in uh, Dragon's Corpse. It was dead. Dragon's Corpse. Virus yeah. chomped his brain. But he's dragon, dudes. Like that's him you putting mean, oh, his like own. a person. A person well, person. And that's like, why I say Oh, right. That. It, it, right. Well, he wasn't dead. Uh, the we, guy, learned the guy, the guy this, we learned this issue that fucking if you put 
Savage Dragon's blood in a dead person, they're gonna come back to life. That's a new in- that's new info. But like she she's only been dead like two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah, it, that might bra- brain death doesn't really set in for like like well two or three minutes. But I think comic book time we can assume that it was fairly quick. I'm just saying if but you put although... this. The Krillians and humans seem very similar. Very. And they could have babies. And it did happen to Dragon where they brought him back. So, If you put this in terms of the out for blood cover, right? I think the big revelation here is that, and Jim, it's so funny that you're like pushing against this because you fucking said it when we looked at the cover. His blood potentially has the ability to bring back the dead, dude. Yeah, like, but only right. like the recently dead. I, you know, wouldn't put it in like a, a, two, a one... Even someone who's been dead an hour would probably be too much. We don't know that, though. Although, yeah, we don't well, you'd probably wind up with a brain-dead uh, body like uh, Kerr was. Although, Kerr had his memories. It's so it's kind of weird, actually. Because that was the weird part, is that Dragon got his brain chomped, but, and so when they put the blood in Kerr, Kerr came out. But I don't know. I, I think it was like part, his brain was just partially... Right. So whatever regenerated, like he lost the memories of Dragon, but still, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Memory blocks are weird. I'm telling you, bros. I think the big revelation for this is that for normal human beings, it's a get out of death ticket. Or at least they're gonna think so because of the news story. Because they watch the the reality yeah. show. A lot of witnesses. Oh, yeah. And not to mention, like, everyone in the hospital, you know they're going to be talking about it. And then there's medical science. Like, if a fucking doctor witnesses something medically crazy, they, like, write reports about it and shit. Like, it makes the medical journal and stuff like that. So, yeah, dude, this information is, like, fucking huge news. Yeah, I wonder how Eric's going to deal with that. Um, Probably going to blow some people up until they stop. (laughs) Because here's here's the thing here's the thing we're gonna we're gonna get to it later but it's pretty obvious I mean it's the it's the one two combo that I've been saying this whole time if you got this magic healing blood uh-huh. and you got fucking freak out why aren't they just harvesting blood to save everyone's life technically like you said like you could cure cancer right like but, here, but could... here's the thing who controls freak out Belco chemicals Belco chemicals. So it's not necessarily as easy as all that when you've got a business interest involved. My man Melvin back in the book. Yeah, I I got a good feeling that's his little flying head. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Is that everyone wants Dragon's blood, but that means everyone needs Freak Out, and now that's not as easy to get your hands on. Thanks to Malcolm Dragon, I've become big (laughs) pharma. That's his head flying off. Think about it. That changes the context of Freakout, too, technically, because, like, if Freakout, which is right now only viewed as, like, a way to defend, like, the public against freaks, if Freakout suddenly, in combination with the blood, and you got a whole planet full of Krillin, or not a whole planet, but you got a nursery full of Krillians. Oh, wait, no. It's they're not, be they're not one chosen one. ones. I'm an idiot. Ignore but, that but part. But there's three <laughs> healthy ones right here. Yeah, where you got blood pumps right there. So their blood in combination with freak out is like you said, like magic get out of like any disease. Yeah, dude. Out for blood. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Out for blood. I gotta tell you, uh Rapture's bush is so distracting to me, this it's whole issue. Very, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, there it is. All right. I forgot that they dropped the power glove. 
Dude, has the power glove been in the issue more than any other, like, yes. device or anything? Like, what would you say are, like, the, the, the three kind of devices that constantly show up? It's, like, the power glove, and, and the other two really haven't shown up in a while, but Vanguard's teleporter, teleporter right. and the Martian shrink ray, like, right. constantly show up in this book. I think the shrink ray's been destroyed. I can't remember the last time yeah, I saw yeah. that. It's and been a while, but there, it, it there used to be up. two power gloves, right? One of them got destroyed. Yeah, I think that power glove is like, like you said, though that's like the MVP of the book. <laughs> that shit has been around. What I tell you? What I don't recognize is this glum glove. Like, may, am I stupid? Like, where the hell is that from? I think she just found it. Like, actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure she found it in this facility. Just now. I feel like it's appeared before, but maybe not. I mean, Glum has used many rays from his hand, so I'll I'll believe it. It's a pretty gnarly weapon, though. Yeah, I it's love it, dude. pretty potent, as we soon find out. It's like lightsaber fingers. Yeah. Wait, we're skipping around way too much. Yeah, I'm not, going, I'm not, I'm not going to skip too far. We're missing some yeah, juicy... I'm not skipping that. Details. I mean, this panel is showing her with the little laser fingers. <laughs> the bush. <laughs> Oh, um, dude, this next panel. What? Well, <laughs> Green Maxi. It's about the only thing that could happen. Interestingly, she gets two toes. I didn't realize that much of a transformation would t- happen. Yeah, I didn't realize either. She's like super jacked. Yeah, oh. buff. Is that because she's got chosen one blood? Yeah. Because I feel like other guys didn't get like super jacked when they. Well, that's true because. I'm I'm tr- I'm thinking back way back when all this blood stuff began way back I forget his name like that Chester dude not Ch- was it Chester or not Phil Chester. no Chester's the cab Phil. driver yeah, Phil yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil had AIDS oh no he he didn't have AIDS he had his uh, Mako severed his spine I think so no no I think he one guy I think had he had AIDS, AIDS. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. had AIDS yeah um but yeah he I'm pretty sure he was paralyzed also I think that was like the the, the reason mm-hmm. why Dragon gave him his blood. So he turned green, but he didn't get buff. Right. He was very much a skinny guy right up until he exploded. I mean, Dragon didn't get buff. I mean, oh, buff, oh, wait. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not true. Dragon did get buff. Yeah, Dragon yeah, got buff as shit. I, I think there's a slight recon go, uh, retcon going on. But yeah. Yeah, I guess it does make you buff. Yeah, because she's huge, like, in the one picture. Yeah, she's she's jacked. So, um, did anyone else think that her comments about how she's not supposed to be here was kind of weird? Yeah, absolutely. I know, dude. I was wondering, like, do you think she went to, because remember, she's Catholic. Do you think she went to heaven? Because, you know, what happens to you in this book is what happens to you. Right. So, did you think she got pulled from heaven back to earth and, like, in her mind anyway? That'd be fucked. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was very weird. That whole, like... Hopefully it's not all dogs go to heaven rules. All dogs go to heaven rules. <laughs> you don't get to go back, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Once once you leave, you can never come back. You oh, know, boy. you know something has to. There, Eric's alluding to something because there's like three different panels that she kind of said she's freaking out about being back. And in the last panel, where she talks about, she says. She specifically says, you have no idea what you did, Malcolm. No idea. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, that's plot threads. Like, something happened. I love it. I love it. There, there better be follow-up on Hopefully that. Hopefully, we'll temper her libido. No way. It's going to be crazy. Oh, wait. Happen. We already know that doesn't happen. 
By the way, the max, uh, the the nurse is holding gloves. Remember how I was like, "Uh oh, was well, this nurse just holding the baby like nothing happened?" Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot more clear in the panel where she's yeah. like, "Oh, it's my baby girl." Like it's more clear the nurse has on gloves. Yeah. Where is that? Um, bottom of the gasp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's much more obvious that she's got gloves on there. It's all electric. It's like, but we, we. see the electricity flowing out. Mm-hmm. She's got like. Uh, rubber gloves or something. Uh, it must be insulated. Maxine's so cute as as a Krillian. She's got freckles. Just the character Fre- that can do no wrong. Oh, look. Hey, I totally even like snoozed on it. There's the little baby's face on the first panel. I was like, is the baby like swaddled the whole issue? No, there it is. In the yeah. thank God I was freaking out panel. You know what's weird? Oh, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, never mind, it doesn't matter. I was just thinking to myself, I actually thought maybe that... I don't know why I thought this. I thought I thought for some... I had this idea that the baby was still in her, and that he was going to heal her and then use Freak Out, and then the baby would be human. But uh, the baby had already nope. been born, so that was definitely not the case. And I don't think the baby would be human, because it's not... It's still half alien. It's right. not mm-hmm. a freak. It's... It would just be a normal Krillian, if anything. Right. Look at fucking... I'll never get over, like, uh... Fucking, uh... But, that, that, but you know what? <laughs> that could solve Thunderheaded May's problem. What's that? Uh, freak out. Uh, eh, yeah. Yeah. If, if they can get their hands on it. Yeah, I mean, that would have solved the electric problems with the... the yeah, that's right. The freakout got rid of the electric powers, didn't it? Yes. Yep. So there you go. Boom. Well, Malcolm, we'll, we'll see if uh, they make that leap. You dick. Last issue, he was like, oh, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I don't know what you and May are going to do. You're in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this issue, it's his own wife. He's like, get the freak out. Well, you had this the whole time? <laughs> well, that would have been great. Kevin realized what it is and uses it on May immediately. And yeah, so he yeah. just doesn't have it when he gets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulling out on me, man. Fuck you. <gasps> Dude, can I just say this next page where, like, Michael is getting the claw? Rip Michael. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it just slices right through the head. Talk about a fake out. I thought for sure Alex and Michael were going to be gooing, like gooing. Yeah, I thought that too, but I thought well, they, they were definitely gooing. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to be, yeah, they, gooing for sure, but I thought that they would be like doing a lot more like world hopping. Yeah. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> done. Just done. Yeah, done in one. Hack, 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 hack. That's a great sequence of panels, dude. Look how crazy. Fucking Rapture is, you know what's funny? Rapture is like. An awesome villain. Like, look how fucking insane. He's got boobs flying everywhere. It's good. It's a great sequence. Those boobs stayed perky in old age. Yeah, dude, she's fit. Look at the pet. Look at the just like the Michael chunks. <laughs> like he's cut into like slice. He sliced like a ham. It is pretty funny seeing an action scene in the in the characters naked. It's like just 
the all the panels of the rapture and then those two pages and then the one on the next page where she's like swinging at alex and she's just butt naked it's pretty hilarious like you know comic like like comic book uh hero or villain costumes are so like skin tight anyway but right it's just something pretty funny about seeing a character and just like boots and a cape buck naked <laughs> just, just paint her purple and uh take the nipples off and yeah. costume. Yeah, with right. a very weird cod piece. <laughs> it's like uh, He-Man underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, you leave the nipples. You gotta get rid of the uh, areola. I do have to say... Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I was gonna, like, transition, but you fucking killed me with that. <laughs> I do have to say... Uh, Episode title. She... <laughs> Yes. Uh, she they they destroy Glum's hideout, like fucking the bull. Like she gives the order. So technically, I mean, there's no reason why we should see that shit ever again. Yeah, I mean, and whatever they didn't destroy her uh, glove thing, probably sliced up to bits. Yep, swinging that junk around. Definitely, the portal's gone for sure. Which would have, which I actually thought they were going to use to get back to Earth somehow. I'm know I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> She Dude, called it. I think it would be that easy. Yeah. <laughs> she calls it Bridge World too. So there's like yeah, a so name Yeah, so she knows. She yeah. knows where it goes. Yeah. As soon as they get back from Bridge World, I don't know. Maybe she could monitor them or something. But like, yeah, dude. Technically, uh, the end of Michael Jackson, the end of Glum Stronghold. Which you got to wonder, like, fucking, you know, does Glum have other strongholds? Like, was this just one of many? Like, I don't know. Look at the pieces of, like, Michael Sushi everywhere. That's what I'm saying, dude. Look how they're, like, just in slices. <laughs> so gross. This was an awesome sequence. I, I gotta admit, I thought Michael was gonna be around for a lot longer. See, I'm glad he's dead. We, we don't need no more doppelgangers. <laughs> True. R.I.P. Michael, Complicating dude. things. And pregnant now people. That's what I was gonna say. Who, who do you think got pregnant? Ah, somewhat, like, yeah. And Michael has lightning powers too. So you who would, do you think? Yeah. So who do you? And and we know, like, if you fucking are a normal person, like, if it's Angel, she's fine. If it's Alex, she's fucked. I don't know. We learn later in the issue that they aren't so good with the lightning. What? Like, no, I'm talking about, like, people being, like, you know, if, if they're pregnant with the baby. Right. A lightning baby. I'm saying Michael Jackson's baby might kill fucking Alex. <laughs> like, no, I'm you saying know. it might kill Angel and Jennifer. Uh, oh, gotcha, duh. No shit. Yeah, you're right. Jeez. All right, yeah. Hey, guys. Ooh. Recurring villains. Yeah. <laughs> we still don't know who's controlling the savage sex dolls, right? I've got some suspicion. Uh oh! Scourge. On. Scourge. He's like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Toronto, Malcolm. You pimp pay, is strong. You're gonna pay Scourge now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an interesting wrinkle. We'll talk about it when it pops up. But it's kind of cool that even though they just show up in what seems like a random way, even in this appearance, he still manages to throw like an interesting twist on them, which is weird. Yeah. The, the kids. It's the no-hurt kids thing, which is yeah. surprising for a villain. 
Well, maybe they're programmed as sex dolls not to interact with kids. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Makes nothing but sense. But they, they specifically say don't hurt kids. I right? know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, something. Okay. Uh, I I like these characters. Uh, they can show up as much as they want. Like I think they look cool, and I think they're funny. The best part is they're robots, so you can bust them up as much as you want, and you can I, justify I, bringing them back. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't get why they're like. Malcolm's in St. Michael's Hospital in Toronto. He might not make it through the night. They're saying that as they're busting into the hospital. They're robots. They're probably just repeating their programming. Right. I presume they're going to finish him off. Well, that's what I'm saying. I guess. I don't know. Why would you say he might not? It's like they're concerned he might not make it through the night. Like, okay. Isn't that your goal? I think they may be repeating something they heard. Whoever's, like, sending them out on their missions. Yeah. Like, like, think about it. Like, someone may have said, Malcolm Dragon is at the hospital. He may not make it through the night. He's in critical condition. And now it's stuck in their programming to just kind of go on loop. Yeah, and they just, like, go in there to finish him off because he's, like, might not make it through the night. Right. I mean, you got to think that's a pretty awesome advantage to go, like, kill a guy when he's sick. <laughs> that's when I do all my killing. <laughs> and he might have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for his super buff wife yeah dude the most awesome of things that i never thought we'd get to see maxine kicking ass <laughs> so awesome she gets to do the lightning punch to the head dude yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry i nerded out big time when i saw that i was like yes Dude, look at the, like, when Jackson is, like, uh, punching the jaw yeah, on the one yeah. sex doll. Look at the jaw on that one. I think Flood. there was some I, really... I can hear the creak. I think there was some cool art stuff going on in this issue. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, if we can flat back to the, uh, you know, Michael Jackson getting it, like, that three-panel sequence... Even like, you know, just Rapture, like leaning back with that claw, like up over her head in the middle. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of seem like just some shit we've never seen in Savage Dragon? Like, I don't know, just like where her eyes are closed and she looks so fucking crazy. It's just good. good. Sh- yeah. Good shit, dude. Yeah, just the sequence. Like, you can see the motion. You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. picture it in your head. So you can- much action. Eric is damn good at laying out scenes. I mean, you always see him taking the lead on any collaboration and stuff like that, and he he can just lay out a hell of an action scene. Oh yeah, dude! Like even the kids, like the you know the kids are kicking some ass. It yeah. just looks cool. They look cool kicking ass, and they're little kids. I was like, what? It's so good. What about uh? What's uh what are those bad guys called? The, the alien bully boys. Bully boys just chomping away on some green <laughs> flesh. Delicious. They're all Dude. lined up with their portions. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see this one coming, dude. <laughs> I will say it raises more questions. Like what? Um I didn't think ingestion was like a Yeah, way like to... why I thought you had to have an infusion. Like, since when would blood ingesting? I blood? feel like Mako's taken his share of bites out of Dragon before. Yeah, he actually, uh, absolutely 
has. He's like bitten off his hand or bitten his hand. Maybe sharks are different. I'm saying, I don't know. Yeah, bitten his hand off. Yeah. Maybe the, he didn't swallow it. Maybe he didn't swallow. But he didn't have a pro- <laughs> he didn't have a problem eating Super Patriots limbs. So he's real into it. Yeah. <laughs> I even like uh, on the uh, lightning punch to the head page. Yep. Like if you look in the background, like the sex dolls just torn off limbs. Yep. That shit's cool, man. It is cool. Yeah. Just look how cool. I, I just know. keep seeing Rapture. I'm like, yeah, it looks good. And then you see the face and you're like, ugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, she really held it together in the body department. Like, but yeah. oof, time was not kind to her face. <laughs> Probably all that eating people. <laughs> I love like the little scene. I love how like, he punctures her tongue with a freak out because her skin would be too hard. Yeah, I thought that was, a, that was a nice a touch. Nice touch. Glad you brought that shit up. I was like, awesome. Because for a minute, hot minute, I was like, huh, wonder why he stabbed her in the tongue. That seems weird as shit. No. Makes perfect sense. Probably, probably easier than getting that vein behind the eyeball. I feel like that was mentioned before. I think it did come up before. Like they couldn't puncture him with any needles it's like his most vulnerable area the tongue <laughs> the tongue i hope uh maxine when she grows her hair back he brings back the long hair look maxine i miss that look dudes bald is beautiful yep we nah. got it it got there <laughs> it got there right and look at the fin we don't get to see where it goes i love that sequence too like it's almost like a incredible hulk sequence yeah, dude, reverse Hulk. I love that bathroom is a recurring sound effect. <laughs> the kid's just going to town, busting up that robot. And I think the robot's saying can't hurt children. I think that's part of them just repeating their programming again. Because, like, whoever told them to go said, yeah, don't hurt any kids. It looks bad. They jump out the window and get that nipple slip. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we got to see we got to see a lot more of these dolls. Yeah, it's not as exciting in, uh, anymore, really. <laughs> you know, a funny thing happens. My buddy makes a comic where uh, every character is topless, yeah. and his readers, after like five years, they were like, "Yeah, we just don't even react to it anymore." Yeah. And eventually, that will be the norm. Like, eventually, Savage Dragon readers are just not going to see the nipple slip as something that's like, "Ooh." <laughs> I'm just saying, you'll get there. It'll be normal. See, one of my favorite sound effects in Savage Dragon, sput, sput, sput. Dude, this was a great sequence. And like I said, I felt so stupid that I didn't figure this one out. What Look at mean? the bully like, boys right, You didn't figure out when you saw it? You're like, what's going on? No, I didn't figure out that these guys eating Michael was going to lead to them exploding. Oh, like, I don't think that's <laughs> stupid because I didn't think so either. And I think that's what Jim was alluding to, like. I thought maybe a blood transfusion would do it, but eating, like I said, with Mako did it all the time. I'm just not that sharp. I didn't even think about Mako. I was like, oh, no, shit. Yeah, but no, I mean, I I agree that I wouldn't have caught it either. Like Mako didn't blow up and he chewed on Dragon or whatever all the time. I wonder then, because remember, like, believe it or not, even though this whole blood thing seems like it's been pretty explored, 
Yeah. We actually haven't explored it like as much as you possibly could. Right. I wonder then if what we're seeing is also the idea that the blood uh, affects people differently. So yeah. like in this one issue, Maxine gets buff, which other people didn't. Right. Like Maxine seems like she became a chosen one, which well, again, well, remember all the, uh, all the um, dragon war guys were already superhuman. So maybe that had a factor. Whereas so Maxine is not superhuman. Well, okay, but here's what I'm saying is, like, Maxine gets powers. Like, she doesn't just heal. She, like, gets superpowers and is, like, beaten ass. Right. So that's a new effect. I don't think we've seen a normal person get dragon blood and become superpowered. Right. They've only just become, like, Krillian looking and then they blow up. Right. So, again, that that's a new thing. Like, we're Bully seeing boys somebody... Didn't become Krillian looking, although they are a little looking a little green here. They, did, they didn't... They turned green. They did turn green, they didn't did. they? They were kind of gray. They were gray before. Brownish. Jim. Mm. Fucking... That's why I like talking Savage Dragon with you bros. Because that's some shit I would not have connected the dots on. No fins, though. But they are wearing head coverings. <laughs> Their fins are just under those. Uh, well, it was already established that the fins are uh, kind of like just cartilage. So yeah, yeah, technically they could be. But uh, squished up under there. Also, maybe that's what. Uh, maybe that's what's happening here. Is that in this one issue we saw like the blood impact different people in like two different ways. Like these guys eat the blood and like fucking immediately explode like shit tons. Yeah, it also seemed like it was really fast too. Really fast. Also, also, uh, freak out must act really fast too. Because remember how long Maxine was like, "Oh, I'm fine," and these guys are just fucking exploding all of a sudden. Yeah. Maybe they're just standing there a long time. <laughs> well, I like how I don't, you don't know how much time is in between. Yeah, I mean, there's a cut scene. I mean, they're eating, and then it's not implied that it's happening right after. I don't know. How about that 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 hatching in that last panel? On Rapture. Great, dude. That's yeah, what I'm talking like about. It. Like, There's a lot of awesome art happening in this one. Although I don't understand why Jennifer just decides to like knock out her little jail cell now. Well, like, why she wait? Oh, that's the distraction, dude. Because if they busted out immediately, then they would just get attacked by bully boys. Uh, Bingo. Right. Now, yeah, yeah. at least they're off balance. They could actually have a chance. Plus, they have her outnumbered. Like, yeah. it's two to one. I like how uh, Jennifer calls Rapture a stupid cunt. <laughs> I think that's Angel. Yeah, Angel's like you Oh, is it Angel? Cunt. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do love... I just love that plot twist that, like, fucking uh, Rapture fed Michael. Like, just think... I mean, really, like, just pause for a moment and think about how cold-blooded that is. She fed her fucking murdered son to all those, like fucking dudes and it like made them all blow up it's so fucking awesome she's so tapped <laughs> i love so, that the panel where she just electrocutes jennifer angel yeah the, or angel sorry yeah the yeah. coloring is great i this love angel's issue. hair <laughs> it's just like standing straight up <laughs> scrack a zack this is so a much net- energy in that dude that's this is another issue where like again you can say lettering Art, coloring. Yeah, look at all the lettering on those pages, on those panels. So good, dude. Like, firing on all cylinders. 
I love how like the destroyed glove looks. Yeah. So good. And dude, this next fucking page, hilarious. Look at Maxine. Yeah. Like, look how funny, dude. <laughs> Even her get out of her face. Just look how hilarious. <laughs> I love Dragon's face. Look at his face, like, sh- like just shocked. <gasps> I guess he got his lower body function back. Yeah. <laughs> John Day is one of the cameramen. Dude, awesome, right? <laughs> oh, that's so good. And now, also, too, who, who like threw that 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 uh, cabinet? cabinet. Malcolm Maybe. only got the one hand. It's just a cabinet. That's all he needs. Oh yeah, true. So good. Yeah, and talking about awesome hair, like check this panel out, like the like the pinner, you know, Smasher getting like you know shocked. Like, isn't that just so awesome? Like the fucking just yeah. how her face and hair look. Yeah. Yep. He's owning the shit out of this electricity. The whole issue, like, yeah. just like look at the like. Uh, if you want to even like flat back, like where Malcolm is like, not again, and he's shocking the like sex doll. Yep. Yeah. Like just how awesome like the lightning looks on that panel. Yep. Well, I'm telling you, the panel, the page were just on where uh, Rapture's like just covering uh, Jennifer's mouth. It's just yeah. like, die, die, die. Just the artboard, like the, the scratching and everything he put in there. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And I got to say, I, Eric's kind of used this, uh, I don't know, the style before or whatever it is, this design. But when you see uh, Jennifer's fried kind of corpse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's done that before, and I can't remember what, what issue, but I love that look. Like you could definitely just draw like a face with closed eyes or something, but you look at that and it's like almost the skull. Like yeah. it oh just, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could definitely anyone could draw like it, just a person with their eyes closed, and you could be like, all right, she's dead, or yeah. you don't know. But that's definite. Like she's scorched. Like oh yeah, yeah. charred. You know, like like that. That just looks crazy, you know what I mean? Like, there's no doubt that she's done. Yeah, dude. And, like, I got to tell you, like, poor one, another, talk about, like, things. So, like, it's funny, my very first reaction, like, I sent Craig and uh, Jim the message as soon as I got the, like, this red. I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm riding the emotional roller coaster. Because, you know, I just didn't expect to care so much when fucking Smasher died. And mm. it's again, unf- again. I know, dude. And like but like the charred face, I was like, oh no, that sucks. Like Dude, think about how much happened in this issue. <laughs> I know. You had someone come back to life. You had a guy you know, and you've had three characters die brutally. Yep. yep. Brutally. Michael, yep. Rapture, Smasher. Well, Rapture's a duplicate. She doesn't really count as a person. Still, though, uh, she was an awesome villain that I could have seen kicking around a little bit longer. Yeah. So, uh, because we know that, you know, Eric likes Rapture. I mean, this is like, what, the third Rapture in the book? Yep. 
So I could have easily seen like this fucking like bully. Like maybe she goes finds more aliens to fucking boss around or something. She, I mean, and clearly they're going to be in Dimension X a while. The new so, bum. Rapture. <laughs> no, dude. But, yeah, and, and on top of it, you had all the bully boys blow up, and uh, the sex dolls. A bunch got destroyed. So yeah. there's a whole bunch of uh, mayhem going on. Yeah, you talk about like things that you happen that like you learned. Like we learned, like the sex dolls have a, a, just a touch of a moral code. Yeah. Like you know, they wouldn't hurt the kids. You learned that the well, fucking. I don't blood... think they really could. Oh, not that they could anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Fucking, you think they could probably they could probably kick one of the kids' ass if they wanted to, right? I don't know. They're pretty ornery. They beat the shit out of Malcolm the first time he ever fought him. That's true. That's true. But he's, Remember they, he's a big target. They threw him in the fucking lake. So I kind of like that it's Alex who busts his Rapture's head into the ground. Yeah. yeah. She has a tendency, that Alex, she has a tendency to get a little aggressive in, in dire straits. <laughs> She's going to turn your head into a blood crater. Mm. <laughs> the power glove lives one more day. <laughs> that giant glove that is giant just holding Jennifer's it. dead corpse <laughs> so awful dude <laughs> i feel so bad and so now you have this dynamic like i said it's like just fucking angel angel and alex in the fucking savage land like why they fucking survive have died <laughs> you can't relate to this girl well, and again, not that I'm hoping Dragon ever comes back. Like, I really hope he never does. But technically, if you want to be like a little grim, there goes some competition. Yeah. You know, for Alex, I mean. So. I have no idea what's going to happen next. I got to tell you, me either. I don't know what the fuck. And it's awesome. <laughs> Overall feelings on the issue, dudes. What's uh, what's the cover of the next issue? Isn't it Buffalo Stew? Is it? I think that it is. Yes. Yeah, so I have no idea where what direction he's going on that. I think next issue you're going to have, you know, some of the aftermath, of, you know, in Dimension X. You're going to catch up to what's going on. They're probably going to bury. It'll be another one of those burial scenes. <laughs> In Dimension X this time, yeah, though? they're just looking down. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think that it might, uh, the Malcolm thing might turn back normal. You know, you, like you things will about... normalize on, you know? on, in the real world. Yeah. Normalize. He's got a new kid. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, with a kid, but I mean, like, I think we'll see like uh, uh, Maxine with hair and things will yeah, be kind of back. She's probably going to be sporting a bit of a buzz cut for an issue or two. You do yeah. wonder. Yeah, because it's real time, so yeah. he's not. Yeah. You do wonder with Lightning Baby uh, that she did good with the right other. The kids didn't like hurt her, but you got to wonder like Lightning Baby appears to just be blasting electricity all over. Mm-hmm. Like you Although gotta wonder, she stopped when Ma- when Maxine picked her up, though. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay, never mind. It could be a kid. The kids don't hurt mommy thing again. Although now that I think about it, she was superhuman at the time. There was no scene with her being normal with the baby. 
But the baby did stop using electricity when she held him. Her. Kevin can handle electricity. I don't know what I was thinking. True. Yeah, so Thunderhead's their babysitter. They'll still be fine. Yeah, so many good things, dude. So crazy. Like you said, like just all the shit that happened in this issue. Holy cow. <laughs> Fucking nuts. And the, and the art was A+. Plus, like. Oh, yeah, this issue is one of the better... It was definitely one of the better-looking ones. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. this... This even like even like them in bed like look at the like uh fabric on Malcolm's legs mm-hmm. just look at the folds and wrinkles in the fabric yeah cool awesome i'm just saying there's so many awesome things you can point to in this issue where you're just like dude look at that i do have to say if she had some sort of a major religious experience she seems to have gotten back in the saddle pretty quick well, th- well, that's the other thing too. I'm really interested in where he's going to go with that. He just he dropped that kind of weird bomb hint that like, why is she saying that? Like, there's got to be something behind it. The baby jerked her out of it. I think she'll come back to it eventually because she did come back to it. Remember, first she's like, "Oh no, oh no," and then he's like, "Hey, you had to be with your baby," and yeah. then she has the baby moment, and then she's like, "You have no idea what you did." Yeah, that line in particular makes me think that Eric's got to address that somehow. Like, he's setting something up. Like, why would he have her say that? She just spends the rest of her days plagued by the Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, it's a final destination situation. I was thinking more like a seeker situation. Where he's just constantly pl- hounding her. Right. <laughs> so good. Well, okay, hold on. We do have, like, last rights. Next issue, last rights. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think? What, what's going on there? Like, just is that the funeral of Smasher? Like, what are we talking about there? It sounds likely. Funeral of Smasher, funeral of Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Closed casket for Michael, though. <laughs> They're just going to burn Rapture in a pile of bully boy bodies. What if? There are it's... no bodies else but it out. What if it's wordplay and it's the rights to the reality TV show? And they're like, last, we're done. No more reality TV show. We got bought out by Belco. (laughs) Well, while we're talking about how awesome this issue is, you really can't do better than these backups, bro. uh, One thing, just to go back on mm. on Last Rights, I I don't want to skip this part, but Last Rights is typically given to someone who's a something, you know, the rights to someone who's about to die. So... Mm. Maybe it'll tie so into what happened to Maxine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't give last rights to someone that's dead. Maybe Buffalo Stew will have a long, drawn-out death sequence. <laughs> so, I don't, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe, like, uh, Jennifer's hanging on to life or something? I don't know. Ooh, that would be free. What if jennifer just has like a freaky face and she's not dead what if she's got what if she's what if she's got a baby dragon in her belly and and it's umbilical cord like puts blood in her blood and she he she heals what if she gives well it'd be too soon eat some michael baby yeah just (laughs) the jam michael down her throat (laughs) michael stem cell (laughs) 
or they are they are no they're not in close proximity to the glum uh, no. glum space anymore nah never mind there are no get out of jail free cards here i'm afraid i don't think in dimension x there are uh can i just say like i'm super okay with the fact that maxine lived like <laughs> yeah me too this is the best possible outcome i really so i, I I was pretty sure she would live. Like I definitely had like a maybe ten percent doubt because it's Eric, and you never know. But I know he likes the character so much, I couldn't imagine him getting rid of her. But that's why I kind of assumed the dragon blood stuff was going to be the, the 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 fix because that was the only thing that made sense to keep Maxine alive in right. this situation. I didn't see that. I didn't know. I I had no idea, but I just had a feeling that he wasn't going to kill her. I thought she was dead just because, like, it would shake the book up so fucking crazy. And I thought, you know how he gets tired of, like, the directions and stuff so quick? Like, yeah. I just thought he was feeling done with Canada and wanted to just... And believe me, like, that would have popped a pin in Canada pretty quick. Like, who knows what, like, single dad Malcolm would have done. So I just thought she was a fucking goner because I just this is the way this book goes, like... So for her to live is super awesome. I'm incredibly happy. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yep. So sorry, before I was I cut you off. She could live forever for all I care. <laughs> we got us a Chris G explosion. Dude, I love it. So awesome. It was so good. It was a good commentary on the state of comics. I will say it was kind of weird how it was, you know, it's a G-Man comic, but G-Man isn't in the second page at all. It like goes get goes beyond the character of G-Man. It did, didn't it? Yeah, it like outgrew him. It's more <laughs> like it's weird. It's it's a combination. It's did you guys ever pick up his Tales of the Con one shot? No, which was a bunch of strips like this about like comic conventions. So it's almost like he's combining his G-Man with the Tales from the Con comic book that he put out. That makes sense. Uh, and it's all like based on things he's heard, or you know what I mean. Like it's probably loosely based on a lot of things that he's dealt with. This shit is hilarious. I know that. Like the whole like the evolution of like you know all the oh you should make a. You should make a comic about vegetables, <laughs> and then like it just goes like completely out of control. Yeah, it started off with like, oh, isn't it funny that everyone you know comes up with the same idea and thinks that they're like unique, <laughs> and then it turns into like social commentary on like <laughs> exactly people getting upset about everything. It, it turned into call out culture, like they <laughs> like it became a commentary on call out culture. I yeah. was like, I, I didn't see it coming either. I was like, "Whoa!" Call out culture got commentary. Real got it got real, real, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, more of this, please. Anytime yes. you want. And on top of that, all these awesome pinups too. Yep. I got to laugh at the rapture one though. Apparently, they're all supposed to be kids, so she's wearing a bodysuit under her. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Fantastic, dude. Look at a little powerhouse. Look at him. <laughs> so cute. It's good stuff. And then all these various cover recreations that we've seen over the years. They're all, dude, they're all fantastic. Loved it. 
Quite good, quite good. Yep. Good Very stuff. Good. So, awesome. all around. Savage Dragon 234. Pretty good. In the history books. Yep. There'll never be another of its like. <laughs> nah, dude. Fucking uh, awesome. Awesome. More, more of this. Like, just as much as you want. Fantastic. So we have the cover copy for the next uh, the next issue. Why, as a matter of fact, we stew. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know if uh, you cats were aware, but here's a rather interesting thing I believe happened. If you look at the cover to 235 on the Image website now, that is most definitely Maxine in the background. Oh, whereas, it? whereas before it kind of really wasn't, I don't think. Something changed. Yeah, it looks like it's Maxine now. Like, remember how like before it, it, we were like, "Uh oh, Maxine's not on any of the covers." She's definitely in the background of the Buffalo Stew cover now. Well, I think she's wasn't she always? No, you said uh, unless that's just some random. I don't know if it's I, always. Ma- I my memory is gone all Berenstein universe because I can't remember if she was in the background when we first saw it or not. I don't think she was. And I think that this is an addition. Get out of here. It seems like a really weird thing to add now because when we're recording, the issue isn't out yet. That would be something to add when it comes out or like a week from now. But who's looking at this cover? If this cover was the update, nobody would really notice Oh, hold on. I got a real good way. She's always been on there. Lies, Raven. All the lies. Old, and, and if she has always been on, that means my entire thing of Eric plans like these always... things and throws us off was bullshit the whole time. I feel like we were always like, oh, covers don't mean anything. Oh, dude, she was. I'm going back now. We're going to sound like such jack and apes. Yep. Yeah, I went back to dragonfan.net. She's totally on the cover. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Hey guys, guess what? Nothing beats Buffalo Stew. Welcome <laughs> Dragon comes face to face with an all new foe. The unstoppable Buffalo Stew. And that's your cover copy for 235. <laughs> you gotta change it up. You can't always give people what they expect. They'll get bored. I feel like he'd be called like the Minotaur or something if it was real life. <laughs> the Minotaur. Probably already taken. It's perfect. Minotaur is trademark. Hashtag the mighty Minotaur. Hashtag Minotaur. No, it's good. I, I for one am excited for Buffalo Stew, our new master. You think Buffalo Stew is coming up from Buffalo, New York? Yes. And he's just a mascot for a sports team. <laughs> I think he wishes he was. Those those four Super Bowl losses still burn bright. <laughs> Had to rub the salt, didn't you? Well, I'm the biggest Buffalo Bill fan I know. So that makes you the biggest one I know. Yeah, you're a Buffalo fan, and you live in New England. It, well, I wasn't born here. That's got to be torturous. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad actually. For the past like 15 years, you've just <laughs> sucked. Yep. Yep. Got to the playoffs last year, though, so, you know. He squeaked in. Baby steps. And because another team lost, too. It's the best kind of playoff victory. 
Well, you know what I like? Buffalo wings. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> Actually, I believe from Buffalo. <laughs> are yes, they? they are. Not an yes. urban legend. No, it is. What? It is? Mm-hmm. There's like three different places in Buffalo that claim like they... Yeah. Put put I... chicken in hot sauce? <laughs> Nobody yeah, that... ever thought of it before this moment. That revolutionary uh... idea. <laughs> I was just in Buffalo a couple of. It's like how like, I invented the uh, the buffalo hamburger at McDonald's. Wait a minute, buffalo sauce and putting it on my cheeseburger. Hold on, I I just thought of something. What? What if we put ranch on the wings as well? <laughs> oh my gosh! What Surely. <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. I think. Hey, it's over. real quick. Um. <sighs> Savage Dragon two thirty six, the one with the cover with the kids. Okay, is that um, what's the name of that little guy that takes away your powers? Negate. Yeah, you you guys think that's Negate's hand because it's a callback to that Negate issue. What the forget what, what cover? Two thirty five, two thirty six's cover. Negate's the one dead. with the kids. Negate, is Negate dead? Negate died hard. He, Negate died in the prison breakout with Mako. Oh yeah, or was that right. Gate? No, Negate's dead. I'm, I he know. Is? I know Negate is. I feel like he sure. probably has to be because he can't can't have a guy walking around that can take away powers. Yeah, that's why he had to create fucking freak out because he <laughs> killed the gate. So he needed he needed a way to take powers away. But that's a callback to a cover where Negate's hand was basically right there yeah but uh i i think maybe that might be the baby the youngest baby's hand definitely so you're thinking they're going to negate the baby uh well and that's true too because this is the menace they face is no ordinary foe it's the latest addition oh, to the dragon motherfucker, negate is not dead uh-huh. last time he appeared he uh he he negated bloop an animal so fuck me <laughs> Maybe I next thought time. for sure he was dead. But I don't think it's him because the cover, the solicitation say that they're going against the baby. Yeah, dude. It's definitely got to be the baby. Like, you can't imagine who else it could be. Negate? Nope. But he, <laughs> he was in the prison breakout. I did have that one right. But uh, he didn't die there like I thought he did. Huh, Weird. All right, well, shall we wrap this up? Let's do it. Everybody, thanks for listening. You're number one. Read Savage Dragon. Tell your friends. Write into our interesting questions segment, please. Did we miss uh, anything? Oh, Raven, man. that just You just fired that right off. I'm impressed. I try. I try. I like to contribute. I'm going to be the preparing guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go buy Savage Dragon next Tuesday. I mean. <laughs> I felt like such an asshole. I'm going to buy a Ninja Turtles Tuesday. <laughs> I had an I like turtles moment with Ninja Turtles. I like Ninja Turtles. I like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. All right. Oh. Well, with that, should we end this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Do 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 do.